1: Biz. I mean, it's not, but it is. It's uh, it's the Daily Show uh, 999 Part 14. That's what we're going to do today. And, uh, Don't
2: ask me to do nothing!
1: So uh, Mike is traveling to the next NJP thing, so I've got Borzoi here temporarily, and I got Alex, and we're just going to talk about Star Wars video games, possibly music, and I don't know, Borzo. Are, are you going to talk about books nobody's ever going to read, or?
3: Oh, I, I can definitely do that. You okay, oh, all right. Well, this uh, is, going to be, this uh, is like, actually I, literally the episode 1000. It's the Borzo episode 1000. This is a
1: powerhouse. This is a powerhouse lineup, and we have. I have no, 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 I, no.
4: This, this is a uh, this is between two grognards part two punished Sven edition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that what your new show is called? Well, between two Gro- grognards? Are you doing that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we grognard. did that, and
3: I, I even comment. I can't even commented on the. I like that. I like Grugnoids. Yeah, I was gonna say, can uh, it be Grugnoids?
1: Grugnoids with a with a
2: U, right? <laughs> that's what you want to
1: do? Uh, I
3: thought he he, he actually said Grugnard,
1: like, oh, yeah, Grugnard. I, word. I thought you said he said Gragnard, like, yeah.
3: Yeah, but. It's it's uh, it's an old it's an old French word. I talked about this on the thing. I, I we recorded it in the hopes that maybe Alex will stop interrupting the show if if I get it out of his system on another show.
4: No, no, we're going to take that content and we're going to expand that to this primary uh, flagship show. It's
1: now
3: the best. Oh, so of we just, we've been
4: polishing the content. Now we got to deploy it here. Yeah. So, so uh, let's get started. I may, I may let's get started. worse. Um, is Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition really that bad? It is, but I play it anyway. So. But what what, what specifically makes it so
3: bad? It's just, I don't want to get into this right now. I,
4: well, to... I, I do. I'm going to kill this. myself!
3: Gotta...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't understand. If you don't like an edition, like, nigga, why don't you play the other edition? Because
4: that's what everybody else plays. That makes you a grognard. Welcome to grognardism.
1: Like not doing things you don't want to do makes you a grognard? This new edition sucks. I'm going to play the first one.
3: That's no, true. if you if if you didn't if you didn't play Dungeons and Dragons in the '70s and '80s, you're not a grognard. In fact, people would ar- would even argue if you played in the '80s, you're still not a grognard.
1: If your character died, then you killed yourself. Are you a grognard? I mean, that, that was the thing I that's remember. True.
3: That's that's true grognardism. Like, if you don't kill yourself after your character dies in the game, then you're like.
1: I, I want to know. I
3: have to doubt kind of spectral motion here.
1: That was one of those media gay ops. I want to know, like the, that's like a that's like a sticks hex and hammer here like satanic panic like thing. did anybody actually do that did anyone actually die no uh,
3: okay. I, I actually okay i actually know the story behind this okay i actually know the story this is great so what, what that a... what that was all about there was a there was a kid uh young college student in at university of michigan in lansing michigan um, you, oh hey guy herschel here are you listening to a
0: free fag episode of the daily shower do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down Yids like me. Sorry,
3: um, university was it? Uh, I- msu uh, michigan state university okay I'm getting my, my universities mixed up but michigan state university that's the green michigan. one right that's the green one yeah, yeah, Spartans. yeah okay. um the guy basically had schizophrenia he was developing schizophrenia okay. and he got lost in this he, he, just, was, he was just working you know, on it mental <laughs> ul- he's like Men- he, was, mental he, ul- he had like a
1: schizophrenia like a development deal he was trying to hone it and get it see if he could be the best schizo he could so he played D and D. And he just filled out his he's character sheet. Yeah, he's get maxing. Well, I, I don't think
3: there was actually. I don't think there was actually even any proof that he was playing Dungeons and Dragons oh. at all. Somehow it got connected to that, but he got lost. In the sewers underneath, in, underneath or around Lansing, and the rumor that was started was that he got so into Dungeons and Dragons he thought he was his character and got lost in the game and then wandered off and died, basically.
4: <laughs> oh, it's a fake screenshot story. Okay, it's it, yeah, back back in the day before there were screenshots,
3: that we had rumors.
1: Basically, it's just, just like rumors, it, you know? it just started like he just wasn't getting laid, so they would be like, oh, he must play
3: Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs>
2: The name
1: yeah, okay, so. here it
3: is. James James Dallas Egbert the <laughs> Third. His name's Egbert? Awesome. Yeah, Egbert, Egbert the Third.
4: Egbert shortage. You that, Wasn't there a Gary Gygax quote where he talks about how women don't really play Dungeons and Dragons? It's not really their thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so he did it looks like he did play Yeah, so his Gygax. What he says that his appearance was widely reported in the press, and his participation in Dungeons and Dragons was seized upon by press. Investigators alike as being potentially related to his disappearance, propelling the previously obscure game to nationwide attention. So, because he disappeared in 1980, the game had only been out for basically six years. Then, oh wow, so it was still a young game. Yeah, it's just. A little I, bit. I like I like how Dungeons and Dragons these days is like
4: it's a, it's this part of nerd culture that they've elevated and they've made it into something that if oh you're Dungeons and Dragons that's cool now. I was watching a Mastodon video and they actually had D and D in the video, and I'm like, really, really. That's where we are now.
1: Well, yeah, that yeah, that worm turned in the aughts, I think. Big time. Like, everyone so, suddenly, like, the, uh, you know, suddenly, like, Comic-Con wasn't just this, like, thing for losers. It became, it was, like, the biggest media event of the year, or big in Or as far as, like, science fiction, action movies, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Go. Like, it, was, it became, like, a mainstream thing. Like, that's where you go do your, that's where you go do, like, you unveil your big trailers and your plans for this and that. And you do it at, at Comic-Con, at San Diego Comic-Con, instead of just, like... It's not just uh, creepy weirdos dressed up like Spock and Kirk anymore. It's like those those people were somewhat desirable in some way now. That's a big thing they did. And that's why everything sucks now. Yeah,
3: Because everything is... I think, every- they're, doing, I think they're doing the same thing with Gen Con as well, which was the big tabletop gaming convention that basically birthed Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I have I sex a lot. Gen Con was so a little bit I'm more sorry. about egbert here he, he was a child prodigy he entered msu at age 16 majored in computer science oh wow personal problems said in the reports of a suicide attempt and disappearance include depression loneliness parental pressure drug addiction and according to the detective difficulty in coming ter- to in coming to terms with his homosexuality
1: oh. oh i'm gonna get lost in the sewer i'm gay <laughs> i'm a fecal sexual I'll take it either. I'll I'll go after buttholes or just the sewer itself to get it directly. Men don't like me. Oh, sorry. I've been lost
4: in the sewer for 27 days. Bill says that it's not because of my homosexuality. I somewhat disagree.
1: (laughs) Master Splinter says it's not because of the primordial ooze, but I somewhat disagree. I'm now a ninja turtle.
3: (laughs) This this is our standard Dungeons & Dragons party we have here every night. Oh, no! (laughs) <laughs> guys, guys, guys can LARP as any character that that they want. No the judgments here are made. Oh no! <laughs>
4: Two or three D twenty found laying on the floor. I
1: was gonna say like guys can roll D twenty on prophylactic uh, prophylactics however they want.
3: We <laughs> we do we do allow our gamers to have sex now if they want we, yeah, with each other. We do allow that, but. <laughs> But uh hundred and twenty tabletop uh, gamers you'll find two or three that have lost their virginity the next morning. That's it. Man,
2: that's fucked up. I don't want it anymore.
3: Bill
1: <laughs> <The> Bill Gagax. It's <laughs> <Bill> G-
4: <laughs> <sighs> Not good. I was watching some of that classic clip last night. It never gets
3: old. This is this is the dice pew? Oh, <laughs>
1: Uh, the Monopoly players wouldn't like that, but that's what we call it.
2: Uh,
1: I don't know how to. I don't I just, know how to pull. I, just,
3: I. I just want to LARP. I just. I just. I don't want to think about anything else. I just want to LARP.
1: I don't know how to pull out of this nosedive, guys. I don't know what to do. This is not good. Well.
3: Well, the gift man, keeps I
4: on giving though. It really does keep on giving because people discover this and like, what, is, what are you guys drifting on? What is that? I'm like, just watch the gift. The problem is people will try to watch the whole thing. They don't know that you can scrub forward to where the actual good part is with
2: Bill. All right, uh,
1: I've, I've I, I I saved I saved the show. I went to Twitter. I've got I've got an idiot. I I, I hooked an idiot the other day and I updated it on just Jesse yesterday uh they were talking about the spear chucky the mm-hmm. guy who's the guy who chases people on his stumps with a knife like yep. and i've got uh this guy had the balls to ask like because i said somewhere in there, I was like what if you just don't do crimes or comply when they try to arrest you because they were like you know they were like
3: how could they just shoot this
1: guy and the guy responded
3: what crime we-? if you're hearing my voice right now something has gone terribly terribly wrong Unless this is just how you want to live, who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at therightstuff.biz slash paywall, especially if they're not white? Which I assume that's what, what you probably are. If you're hearing my voice right now, this is that's just that's just my assumption. I it could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white, legally you do have to tell me. That you're not white. This was... I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him. And at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it. But then I realized, why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting. Something very insightful. And now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this, is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's—I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff that is slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again. You know, unless I'm filling it or something.
1: I was being committed in uh He stabbed someone, so they were trying to arrest him. Okay, I see that he obviously was suffering from possible mental breakdown. Do you honestly believe the response of shooting a paraplegic dead in the situation was warranted? They they whoa, worried whoa. he may throw the knife at them. That's the proverbial bringing a gun to a knife fight. It's like, well, he stabbed somebody. He's wanted for he's wanted for attempted murder. You're supposed to just it's get arrested. And but I of... the 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 wheels the, the hamster wheel spinning on this person. It's like, what if it was, if it was me, you, if I was talking about what if I stabbed somebody on the show yesterday, it's like, if it was me, you would, you would want me to get shot. If I was, if I was running around on my stumps with a knife and not complying with police orders, you'd be like, shoot that Nazi.
2: And you'd cheer. I just, I don't, I don't know what to do about these people. What are you going to do? You can't, you can't talk to these people. You can he just o-
4: stab He just mortally stabbed somebody.
1: I want to like, stab this person. Like basically, he's clearly, you, you he's should a threat. Get, He's a like, threat with that knife. But it's like, you know, it's, even... it's like you need to get stabbed now, Sterling Archer. That's the Twitter's guy's <laughs> name. It's like, Sterling. it's like the only way for you to learn is for you to get stabbed. And then, how would you feel about the guy who stabbed you? I, I just, I don't know. That maybe that wouldn't even work. He might be, he might be that far gone. Especially if it's black. I just, it's incredible. And I don't know what to say to these people because this is the sort of, this is the sort of obvious like there's an obvious thread of logic that runs through these events, and when people reject them, it's like we just have to have a massive fucking war over
2: which way we're going to live because we can't. It's just totally incompatible lines of thinking. I don't know. I've been thinking about Second Amendment people lately. Ah, eh, that's not a good road yeah. to go down. Never mind. I don't want to talk about that.
1: <laughs> I was just I was just down to the uh. We're re- late starting the show because I had to I had to run a beat of caulk around my around the base of my uh the shower It was leaking. You had
3: to run a uh, you had to run a what?
1: A bead of caulk.
3: Oh. <laughs> okay, I heard something different.
1: I had to run my cock around the bottom of the shower. So I, I heard
3: I heard a beat of cock. Yeah,
1: bead. I had to beat I had my to, co- I had to beat, I had to beat, beat my tuck. cock on the uh, on the shower this morning. No. uh... So I went to do so, but my the, the silicone that I had had dried up in the tube, so like fuck. So I do uh run down the hardware store. And of course when you go to the hardware store you know what you run run into. What kind of what oh. what, what what? Did you say Bill? Ecuadorians? <laughs> no, I don't I don't live in an Ecuadorian enriched area really. So you're gonna run into white guys who like Jewish wars, they hate vaccines and so anyway, and Gunsburgs. So of course there is like a contractor truck, and it's got a sticker on the side of the toolbox that says, uh, "If you outlaw, if you make all of our guns illegal, we're just going to call them undocumented."
2: <laughs> Super own That's right. And I am like, and I am like, yeah, but
1: have you, have you noticed that like you are still just gonna you are just gonna call your guns a name? You are not going to do anything. Like let's leave. Let's be real. Mike's not here to like revel in this, but like the only reason for the Second Amendment to exist is for people to be able to like. It's sort of like a it's a it's a touch of fair play. Like if things get too bad, you can always storm the Capitol with your weapons and 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 have a revolution. Like there's no other reason for the oh, Second no. Amendment than that. And like you're not doing it. You're just putting clever stickers on your truck. You don't want your life interrupted by something as inconvenient as a violent revolution. You just want to bloviate about it and have a collection of very expensive toys and I'm so resentful of it. My
2: my favorite is consumption.
4: When you you advertise the firearms that you have, like would you like to steal some things? Here's the things you could steal from my vehicle. Look, I have a Glock. Look, I I have Rugers. I have all of these items.
1: Oh, because you put like the you put the Ruger sticker on your on your window. What's the other what's the one that people like to put? The SIG. The SIG logo. That's a big one. Yep. Yep. Put the yep. sig logo on the windshield.
4: it's like why are you telling people that want to steal things exactly what is inside of your vehicle now now you're encouraging them to break out a window and go go pilfering through your truck and look for the gun that's under the seat yeah
3: when you when you look at the history of revolutions, one of the the big things that makes or breaks if a, a revolution is actually going to succeed or not is when armories are seized the the French celebrate Bastille Day, for instance, mm-hmm. which is when they seized arms for the revolution. The Shays' Rebellion uh, was doomed to fail because they failed to seize the Springfield Armory early on. It's, it's funny. Like even like, people who were, who were armed. I have a Springfield Armory. Like, have... <laughs> yeah, even people who are What's armed have well, always had to I have a seize cat. the armory, which is <laughs> –
1: I think, I think that was that, that mall shooting that got stopped by like, the guy in the food court. I think he used the Hellcat. Or at least that was the meme. They were making fun of Hellcats. I was like, come on! Practical and small, but not that small.
4: Why I, would you be making fun of a gun if somebody used it successfully? I don't know. I mean, know. he did the bit.
2: I don't he remember
3: because clearly he has a tiny penis. That's what I've heard that when you own a gun, it's in, inversely proportional to the size. Of well, your no, the, the,
1: jo- the joke was that this guy was like a rank amateur, like non-military, non-professional operator. And he, and he it was like, oh, well, when your mass shooting gets stopped by like a 16 year old with a Hellcat, like that was the meme they were doing. I was like, that's not very nice to the Hellcat community,
3: you know. <laughs> it's really the not guy, the the, <laughs> the only person who can stop a bad guy with a gun is a sixteen year old with a Hellcat. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. Yeah,
2: that's the or, good guy I mean, with a uh, gun.
4: Uh, we could riff on that for a second because this sort of plays into this hyper capitalist consumerist obsession with like the item itself, as opposed to what people do with the item. Oh, used he a Hellcat. That's a really pathetic weapon. I bet the, I bet the guy that he took out feels bad now. Like, no pretty sure the guy feels bad because he got fucking shot
3: (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's the right to yeah the right to bear arms is important but it doesn't mean anything unless you have men of action right the
4: right to bear arms has now been replaced by another form of of hyper
3: consumerism yeah that's all it is now now, politics is consumption
4: now you have social relationships between guns they have a, a gun hierarchy and we, you've got to make sure you've got the gun near the top of the hierarchy in your, your little gun case.
1: We have three Glocks out face. by the pool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then what, what do you it's do really, with guns It's really quite well. ballistic. <laughs> quite ballistic! <laughs> <It's> quite <laughs> ball-
2: we do allow guys to use 5.56, five, but 100-120 ARs... What's the other one? 223? I can't even remember. I don't even care.
3: 100, 120 ARs, maybe th- two or three will be fired the next morning.
1: <laughs> maybe two or three, maybe two or three will be will actually be illegal. Like hundred you know hundred hundred twenty like souped up customized ARs that are right on the edge of being illegal. Maybe two two or three will be a problem.
4: You know what my favorite part about the gun community is? It's the the endless bench racing. You you talk about the hypothetical characteristics of a particular firearm or projectile, and you get mm. you get really really long arguments with other people about this
1: it's just a hobby that i don't partake in so like i don't i just kind of have a little bit of contempt for it but not that much but i also don't care it's like i, I it's like i know how
0: this is pretty annoying huh all this can go away you bought a paywall right Biz slash paywall you can use crypto e-checks mail in a money order or even use your credit card on sven's odyssey channel the link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff. Biz slash paywall.
1: How people feel when I talk about guitar shit now? It's like, oh, that you feel the way I feel when you start talking about.
4: Yeah, but you actually guns. play a guitar.
1: That is true. I do play the guitar all the
4: time. Now, if you just talked about guitars and which ones were better relative to other guitars, they're playing one, then you'd be a gunsberg. Okay. That, that makes you a gunsberg. That's what they do.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got guns on the, on my mind cuz I was invited to go shooting this weekend and I don't want to. We're
2: not going to. It's too cold. And indoor ranges are gay. That's why I was on my mind. I mean, it beats the hell
1: out of Star Wars, right? Cuz that's on my mind.
2: You guys remember Star Wars? I'm not oh.
1: going to no, we're not going to do it. Let's go back to Twitter. What should I say to this prick? Oh, well doesn't even matter i shouldn't even waste brain cycles on it it's well, just I,
4: what i would have said is like well it seems like he already did stab somebody almost fatally so
1: well, I like mean, a threat to me i mean he chalked that up to a mental breakdown i was like yeah a mental breakdown when you stab people
4: but you having a mental breakdown doesn't mean that you get to continue with your behavior like somebody has to stop you like i don't care why the pit bull is chewing somebody's leg off we got to stop the pit bull i
1: would say i would say stabbing people is a good indicator
2: that one is experiencing, it, like a mental breakdown.
4: Are you, are you supposed to let the person having a mental breakdown with a knife continue to go and stab people? <sighs> what is your solution here? No, nah, just let him keep stabbing people <laughs> until he gets tired. He'll get tuckered out. When he gets to like victim seventy-two, he'll be he'll <laughs> finally be tired. His little stumps will be bloody from running around on him.
3: <laughs> are we talking about Spear Chucky? Yeah, spear chucky, dude, that, that was a scary that, video. I, did I they, saw that. That, was, that like, was the funniest
1: one. They t- they tased about. him a couple of times, didn't they? Did I did I read that, or am I applying that to some other dumb nigger that won't just get arrested?
4: If I if I saw a spear chucky coming at me like in a, in a dark alley, dude, that would scare the absolute piss out of me. That was that was frightening. Like his movements are all wrong because he doesn't have knees. <laughs> He's moving way too fast for somebody that's missing his lower legs. Look into this as Anthony Lowe. <laughs> now, now I want to know about the Star Wars content.
1: Oh, uh, uh, I I kind of finished watching the the Red Letter Media, like Disney Star Wars arc. You know, where they just kind of, they, they like slowly uh, crash land and do, oh my God, everything is, you know, they went from like optimistic to. So I decided cause I, I never, I never watched the new ones. I decided I watched some of the last Jedi last night
3: and uh, couldn't even make it through the whole thing. Well, I'm not gonna. It's two and a half hours, dude. Like I, I, I know, I know. I did a, pa- I did a pause button on it like five years ago. Oh, years, did you? So I didn't.
1: Ago, I didn't know you wasted. You spent oh, time on it. Oh, that's
3: that? that's the the Ryan film. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah. yeah, the
4: Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson.
1: Yeah. Oh God. I was. It made me. It made me like even more depressed than I already was yesterday. Because it wasn't. Um,
4: you know? Do you know the moment that I punch out of that movie? Because I've tried to watch it a couple oh, times.
1: yeah. I've only made it through once.
4: Do you, do you know what moment it is?
1: Is it Leia flying through space?
4: That's yep. I'm like, all right, I'm done.
1: Yeah, I pressed. I, I, I pressed. I pressed on beyond that. I pressed past that. Um,
3: it's it's really unwatchable. In, it's in a, not. Well, that was the,
1: that was the critique I have. Is it's not unwatchable. I wanted an unwatchable, horrible mess, but what I really saw in it was there was more wasted potential than anything. Like there was stuff in here that you could do. There was emotional shit, and there was some, oh, that's, that's and there was there were story themes. I was like, wow! If imagine like incapable hands, what could have been done with this? But and then, but then it's all it's all mixed up with, you know. It's like poetry and it rhymes. It's like regurgitating stuff that they already did, and like bad retarded visuals. And but like they have no, they have, uh, they have just as much stupid weird like prequel style cringe in that as the prequels do. Like. That scene when they go to a casino and there's alien racehorses and just everything is weird and off-putting, right. it's a totally yeah, useless... No, there's, there's like a
4: a whole fucking subplot with that.
1: When you do a little detour, yeah. It's really dumb. Yeah, it's really...
4: Uh, it's not as bad as the last one, though.
1: Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. The last gonna, one I'm is try. actually
4: unwatched, but it, yeah, it, looks well, like, it looks like five different committees tried to make a film and they weren't really in communication about what so, they were trying to do.
1: Actually, so what was actually funny, to get off the subject of the fucking stupid fucking movie itself, uh, because I had been watching so much red-litter media Star Wars commentary, like, it started suggesting me, like, other people's Star Wars garbage, and I clicked on one. <laughs> I clicked on one because it, it intrigued me, and it was actually a decent video. This guy was basically um, he was cataloging all of the Star Wars projects that before the last one came out, all these projects that have been announced and then quietly canceled because it's Mm -hmm. so in the shitter and and that was highly satisfying you know that that last star wars that was four years ago that was almost four years ago three and a half years ago was when that put out the rise of skywalker that's crazy they've done nothing since because it's all it's all just been it's all been canceled they thought they were they thought they were going to do a they thought they had like a a property that they could do them a Marvel-style, like, four movies a year and three TV shows a year with and just, like, just cash in checks for the rest of their lives. It's like, nope, you blew it! Big time. So funny. So I was enjoying do you remember
4: that. that do, you, do you remember that solo mm-hmm. film?
1: Yeah, I actually just watched that, too, because I had never seen it, but I had watched okay. people make fun of it a lot.
4: So around the time that that film came out, Disney was trying to acquire 21st Century Fox, and you could actually blame that movie.
1: Oh, hi! Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the right stuff. Biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews.
4: It's being part of the reason Disney got the worst deal in the history of bad deals. They they paid like, was it like $71 billion for Fox? Really? Uh, I don't know if you know this, but like Comcast and Disney are, are, some, are like, like just worst nemesis, like they're, they're rivals. Yeah. And so there was some sort of, like, sh- shenanigans between those two companies, and Comcast basically fucked them over. Before it was all said and done, Disney went completely underwater trying to acquire 21st Century Fox. It's, like, one of the worst deals in the history of deals, like, paying that much money, like, $71 billion for fucking 21st Century Fox. You would basically need, like, 50 James Camerons making $2 billion movies to get anywhere close to making back your investment on that. And, of course, they had to borrow money for it, so. Uh, Very, very, very stupid move. And my understanding was, was Comcast basically bluffed them into it and then laughed about it.
1: That is pretty funny. You know what I would really like to do? I'd really like to just tell these people to their face what ridiculous hacks they are. Just, like...
3: You would be able to do that on Twitter. I, I I used to troll the guy who created the Wire. I yeah. actually got the oh, um, what a hack to block me on Twitter. That guy is so
1: full of himself and such a hack. The verbose crap that he writes when he thinks he's like got the upper hand on someone. It's like put down the thesaurus, you fucking asshole. You're pathetic. Like you you what, wrote what you got, created the Wire and you and you still like Baltimore. Shut up.
3: What got me What got me blocked by him was he was tweeting about how how he was acting really cool on twitter because he was talking about he's in a bar drinking with drinking scotch whiskey and and playing the pogues very loud so i just i just mocked this very try hard attitude by him and got the insta block from him
1: wow it's like i'm like i'm a gen xer He's
4: probably like drinking pogues. scotch whiskey with ice
1: they aren't the pogues so, aren't the like, pogues irish you fucked up now.
3: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> Irish from from England. They're they're Irish from England, basically. Well, still
1: you're drinking Scotch whiskey and listening to the art and listening to some Irish punk band with no teeth. You fucked up, bro.
3: Um, oh, maybe it wasn't scotch. I don't remember exactly. I just, re- I just remember though. I was mocking him for, for basically this, you know, this Gen X uh, he's pretense he's putting on.
1: He's probably drinking Bushmills or something. He's probably drinking an Irish whiskey. Because yeah, he, Jam- he's
3: probably drinking Jameson. Jameson. Probably. Like
1: he's trying, he's yeah. like trying to keep the theme together and like signal about it really hard and just like shut up, loser. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, these well, people. My, I, got,
3: I got blocked by so many celebrities on Twitter. That was one of my favorite ones.
1: But I don't want to just tweet at them. I want to tell someone to their face. Do you realize what you what you've done? How bad be- and it's not and it's not because you crashed it with no survivors on purpose. You just suck. Like there's an interview of JJ J. Abrams and it's like him and his kid. I actually wrote a Spider Man comic. I bet it's awful. And <laughs> someone needs to tell you, just like someone needs to tell the guy on my Twitter about like, I don't know, should you be really shooting people that are murderers? It's like I just want to like you like right in your face. You are dumb. You're having a break with reality and your entire your your entire worldview is held up by artificial fucking Jewish supports that don't really exist. And if you ever had to fucking exist properly, you wouldn't be able to do it. Like J. J. Abrams and his son writing comic books. Yeah. Uh the, the guy,
3: mediocrity of their nepotism is just it's astounding so bad. To look at it. I mean that 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 actor that was cast as Han Solo for the Solo film also Eric he was yeah. yeah he's jewish but like how do you know how he got into the movie industry he he was quote unquote discovered by Steven, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg at yeah. his friend's bar mitzvah I heard it was was it a bar mitzvah I heard it like at a backyard barbecue
1: but no, I I bar believe mitzvah. that as well Yeah he had no business doing I mean
2: it boggles the to mind to how to, obvious to it
1: is. the the nepo- the mediocrity of the nepotism is the most obvious thing. Like like that guy I was talking about yesterday. You you chimed in, McNe or uh, Borzoi, the the guy with the fake eggs. Tetrick, Tetrick, whatever his name is, Tetrick. Oh
3: Yeah, uh, Josh Tetris,
1: Tetrick. Who's definitely Jewish. Everyone, I just, I, his face looked very Jewish to me, but I didn't want to be the yeah. guy doing that. But the guy who so just there was like... There
3: 2011 article where he talked about his, his grandma's, uh, Jewish yeah. grandma's locks. So. Wait, so in
1: 2011, before he had any real claim to fame, he was... Why, why is he writing an article about his grandma? Because he's Jewish and someone's just like, hey, Jewish guy. Like the, It's amazing. The amount of people whose career trajectory is, I accomplished nothing... I have a startup that perpetually needs money, and I keep getting it. And pe- the news talks about me. Oh, and by the way, my startup does the thing that nobody wants and no one cares about. But I keep failing upward, the magical elevator. That's these fucking Jews. We should probably talk about that guy. So that's the beyond. Actually, it's I don't even know if it's relevant because no one's talking about Beyond Eggs or Just Eggs, whatever the hell he calls it, whatever he calls the product. That's what made me think when uh, Beyond he, Eggbert. Yeah, Beyond Eggbert. That's why I laughed. At the guy's name was Egbert. So I was thinking about the Beyond Egg. So it's Beyond Egbert. Egbert from the Dungeons and Beyond. Fucking, that's what these people are like. So I was reading the Wikipedia page, and it was just like there was just um, listing after listing of like $100 million cash injections from venture capital and from big investors that his company just kept getting. Like the history of his company is we got another $100 million from this guy. And we got the, this this company from Palo Alto, because it's always Palo Alto, came through with another quarter billion
2: for us. And it's like, Well, what have you ever sold? It's like, well, we have this like we have this uh mustard bottle looking thing that's got
1: fake eggs in it that well,
3: you he don't gotta you know got start basically in that same year he wrote that uh, article for Huffpo uh-huh. that mentioned his Jewish grandmother, he started a crowdfunding website for social startups called Thirty Three Needs and then
0: this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz/slash/paywall
3: only lasted eleven eleven months. months. So, he, I mean, I would call that a failure by any kind of metric that your 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 crowdfunding website didn't even last a year. But of course, he just failed upwards from there.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, that startup failed. You you failed at like doing a startup for startups. Now you got your own startup. Okay. Oh, you want to do something that no one wants, but it's a but it's like a society destroying, uh, fucking product, fake food. Cool, we're gonna do that, all in. And you're a juke. That's perfect. We don't even have to steal the company from you. This guy wants to make eggs out of plants, not even actually eggs. He just wants to replace eggs in like baking and like mayonnaise. You know, kind of products where you can use eggs as uh, an emulsifier or whatever. It's like, oh, let's let's use this, let's use these fucking beans instead. It's like, how about no. Really gay, and then you just so then you get to have a million fucking.
2: You know what he's created?
1: Conspiracy theories. That's the biggest claim to fame. If somebody runs a company like that, you keep getting hundreds of millions of dollars to not turn a profit doing it. People start saying you're trying to make us eat bugs and fake food.
4: You know, who's really emblematic of like the Jewish mm. regression to the mean. Yeah, it's Anthony Birch. I totally forgot about that guy.
1: Anthony he's Birch. He's not
4: Jewish, though. So. He's what?
1: He's not Jewish. He's not Jewish, though.
4: He's not Jewish. I thought
1: for oh. sure
3: that he was at least part no. Jewish. No, he's just a cuck. It's just pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it might be worse. He could be Anthony Birch.
4: <laughs> yeah right. He has a meme about how pathetic he is. Why is his yeah, website? I, 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 his... I thought he was Jewish because there's there's Ashley Birch who is a Jew. I, maybe I got the two of them confused.
3: <sighs> his website... I, well, they are brother and sister. Are you are you certain? Because I don't think I didn't. Okay, maybe I'm wrong.
1: Is this Birch with a U? B U R C H. Do I have yeah. the right guy?
3: Yeah.
1: His website yes, is Anthony Birch Pizza.
2: The fuck.
4: His sister definitely looks like a fucking kike.
3: No, because the, like they, they, no, they're they're mixed race people. They, uh, like, oh wait, they have, wait. They have, Thailand. A, okay. Yeah, they have like Asian that. ancestry. That's what it is. So no, I, I knew they weren't Jewish. It's because of, like the thing about Anthony Birch is that he actually has failed constantly in life and has not failed upwards. He's now, yeah. He has not uh, progressed from being a very shitty video game writer, essentially.
1: Dungeons and Daddies, a podcast about four human dads flung into the Forgotten Realms in a quest to save their missing sons. Not a BDSM yeah. podcast. Well, I've never heard of this person yet. before. Top.
3: So he, he and his sister, their claim to fame was they used to do these YouTube videos called Hey Ash, what you Playing? And it was just, they were just video game, oh, game videos. Oh, there you go and his sister was able to parlay this into a very successful acting career by the by you know by the standards of where they okay. started whereas anthony Birch, his claim to fame is that he bullied his wife into into getting an into having an open relationship which ended up just cucking him and she took his wii U when she left him yeah that's right that's right yeah
4: very pathetic person yeah oh well, yeah. okay he's not jewish then yeah No, there's there's
2: they're,
4: no they're
3: they're just they're just goblinos <laughs>
4: <laughs> no wrong way to play. Yes, there is. Tales from the Borderlands. I,
3: right. Wait, I can I can see why people would think they are because of the physiognomy, but no, they just. Well, also just so,
1: this, is, this It's these. It seems like they have nothing to offer to the world, but it's available anyway. That makes you think it's Jewish, but if they're not successful,
3: the sister kind of is the brother isn't.
2: <laughs>
4: it's you got like stuff I've worked on, and then it's just like, well, please, I was relevant at one point. At one point in the, the si- past, I was I was I was relevant. I swear.
3: The, si- the sister works with the uh, the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" people now on one of oh, the new mm. shows they have.
4: Oh, she really has come for. Her.
3: Yeah, no, I- if you look, if you look at Ashley Birch's uh, filmography, she's actually doing quite well for herself compared to her brother.
4: That, that was another thing with Anthony Birch though; he was like jealous of her, right? And I'm sure he, got, he is. And then got got Constantly- caught like like confessing how jealous he was.
3: The man, the, the man's life is a nonstop seed fest. It's just, he's he is one of the most reviled people in the entire industry.
1: That didn't hold my attention. I can't look at more Anthony Birch.
3: It's not. It's not worth talking about. I wish really I, I had not brought it up. It's not. It's not worth talking about at all.
4: It's not. We could get back to the subject of like modern Jewish writing. It's just. It's just shitty.
3: Oh
0: yeah. It's just
4: bad. That we don't have any David Cronenberg's in this particular generation.
2: David I
3: guess we a mm-hmm. So it's actually think, interesting. Oh. You, we were talking about Josh Tetrick. I found maybe one of the earliest mentions of him before this would have been when he was uh 25 years old, and I think it's him because he he rec- his family had relocated to Philadelphia, and I think Radnor radnor pennsylvania's near philadelphia there was a uh, la times article animal abusers hide behind the kosher label um, And it looks like they had some letters come in the under let's see here uh, The most, let's see here the undercover video showing slaughterhouse workers ripping cows esophagi and trachea out of their bodies one was up-
0: wait what mike was gonna say
3: what did we all miss
0: that is that because this is the free fag edition Go to
3: therightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. Upsetting films I've ever watched. As a Jew, I'm deeply saddened that these animals suffered so horrifically under the guise of kosher guidelines. Though most of us are outraged by these disgusting abuses, we have a moral obligation to do more than simply be upset. We should recognize that slaughterhouses are only in business because we support them by purchasing meat, eggs, and dairy products. If we really want to show compassion to animals, we can leave animal products out of our diet. And choose vegetarian foods instead, which so Petrin, right so in Pennsylvania,
1: so the guy wants to make I, I love this stuff, the guy wants to make first of all, you want to pretend kosher slaughter is is for more than just i mean i don't know do they they do kosher practices in all slaughterhouses just because or are there special
3: I assume most slaughterhouses do it at this point because I remember uh what's if that's, name, if, um, that's um, Taleb, case, if that's Taleb the case if the lab used to if that's
1: the case, then you have a whole different argument stuff. about this stuff. It's like what would a slaughterhouse look like that doesn't have kosher guidelines? As probably what if we didn't have these once again, what if Jews were not involved? What would a slaughterhouse be like i I don't but it's like you're making you're trying to make a it's like you're trying to lean on like free market ideology, but then you're trying to do a thing nobody wants. nobody wants to not eat meat right like if you want to say the only reason the only reason the slaughterhouses exist is because people buy their products like okay, but then your next thing is so let's make fake meat and people are just like resoundingly no. Like even there even during even during like inflation, even during uh supply chain interruptions during the COVID pandemic, like people were not buying beyond meat. They don't want it. It spooks them. And for good reason, because the science says like this stuff's not nutritious and it's it's gonna it's not gonna work. Yet you're going to get injections of hundreds of millions of dollars from venture capital and from which is to say Jews that want this to be a thing. And it's it's it so it's like pick which thing do you want. Like don't try to lean on don't try to lean on like free market because we don't have a free market and you're not going to have a free market and if slaughterhouses close down it's not going to be because the, the free the flea market not because the free market told them to it's going to be because Jews made it happen just like the same thing with electric cars looking to uh, replace the uh, internal combustion engine it's not something that anybody wants it's being forced from top down so just like just stop it but I, I just love the pretense of it Ah, it's just the only the only reason the meat industry is—it's like the only reason food exists because people like to eat. I mean, did you see elsewhere like the thing that I was—the quote I read from him was like we looked at the global food uh, system and saw that it was broken. It's like nigga,
2: your experience of looking at the global food system is Africa. Like everything in Africa is broken. Oh. So on the, on,
3: on the, Well, no, I, I was actually found something here uh, from PETA because there's the, you know, because of the egg shortage and, you know, we hear, we hear about these mass die offs of the animals. But there's uh, there's aspects of it that's constantly left out in the news. I'm seeing here birds left to die on trucks at kosher slaughterhouse. PETA seeks criminal probe.
1: So there are kosher, Birdsboro,
3: Pennsylvania. Following a just-released U.S. Department of Agriculture report that documents workers leaving over 1,200 chickens on trailers to die of apparent heat stress over two days at the Birdsboro Kosher Farms Corporation slaughterhouse, PETA sent a letter this morning to District Attorney John T. Adams calling on him to investigate and file appropriate criminal charges against those responsible. So it seems like some of, the, some of these places where animal where these farm animals are dying have, at least in this case, are related to kosher slaughterhouses.
2: So
1: that means that there is a distinction. There's kosher and non-kosher slaughter. I just assumed that like, the entire fucking industry was possible to just comply with that stuff because, you know.
3: That's my assumption. I'm looking, I'm trying to find, let's see if I can find any actual numbers in the United States of how many kosher you know, versus non-kosher. Man,
1: that, makes, that really makes me wonder. A long time ago, I remember I had a friend... Who fell into watching like a you know PETA style propaganda video from inside of a slaughterhouse? It makes I wouldn't watch that because I, I understand it's like gross, like turning animals into food is probably not pleasant to look at. I'm sure it's bloody and horrible, but I wonder like how much of that is just kosher slaughter practices? How much of the gore and the scare stuff is like yeah this is, this is like what Jews require? Because don't we just uh. We just do the captive bolt pistol bit, right? It's like, okay, you boom, you just blow its brains out with a with a gun that basically has a retractable bullet in it, and it's quick, right, So what else is going on? I wonder if these people are watching, and I honestly don't want to watch it and find out to be honest, but because I know that's the thing that they lean heavily on to get someone to become like some kind of like vegan peat activist. It's like here, watch this watch how gross it is to.
3: Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now. Interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now. Well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content. And now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, You want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at therightstuff.biz slash paywall.
2: Cut this cow up. I don't know. What do you think?
3: I I mean about the practice itself, I don't really know yeah. all that much about it, so it's hard for me to say. I what know I, just, what I know I, that, what I'm finding interesting here is like how much of a problem kosher slaughter yeah. is. In well, the United I know States and I know how from, covered up it is.
1: I know is Mike Mike knows about it more than I do, but I don't know the details. But I know that kosher slaughter is brutal. That it's like it that I, I think I think kosher slaughter, if I recall that the animal is required to suffer to some extent. There's some, there's something in their fucking texts about that. Like, I guess, cause they're supposed to feel guilty for taking, I don't understand it, but, uh, there's something in there about the animal needs to suffer to be your, to be your sustenance.
4: I, w- I would like to do a media product. It's essentially like a nature documentary about the bar- barbarism of Jews. Yeah. Look at these, these strange Semitic savages observed their curious behaviors. That kind of thing.
3: PETA seems to be reporting on it quite a bit. Uh, PETA reveals extreme cruelty at kosher slaughterhouses. Um, All slaughter is terrifying for the animals and involves pain and suffering, but kosher slaughter, when performed according to Halakha, is intended to minimize animal suffering. Oh! Kosher slaughter is performed by a person known as a shaket who has received special education and instruction in the requirements. The shucket kills the animal with a quick deep stroke across the throat of a sharp knife. When performed properly, uh, the slaughter appears all but painless and quickly renders the animal unconscious. But, uh, PETA's first investigation at a kosher slaughterhouse in 2004 revealed almost 300 instances of inhumane slaughter in which cows' sensitive faces were shocked of electric pods. Fully conscious cattle had their tracheas and esophagi ripped from their throats with mm. meat hooks or knives, and they arrived in pools of their own blood, trying desperately to stand up for three minutes as blood poured from their throats.
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm searching for stuff, and it's, it seems like uh, they know because it seems they're doing a lot of covering up for it in the Google results, so I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah, so. no, the
3: Google results are a disaster because of the amount of how much they're running cover for, for
1: this. Yeah, like that's, that's a new innovation I ever heard of. It's like, oh, the first stroke of the knife, make sure the animal can't feel pain anymore. It's like, why do I, why do, why am I remembering the opposite? <laughs> the animal's supposed to be conscious and supposed to be aware of what's happening to it so that it can send all of its bad juju into your uh, juice soul when you eat it. I don't know. Setting the record straight. Is that where you were? org, Setting the record straight on kosher slaughter. I, I've, that been just,
3: I've been looking at a few different sites. I know, yeah. I know the one you're referring to, though.
1: In an overwhelming number of cases, the animals is insensate at the time. However, and inevitably, particularly when it's considered that 18,000 cattle were slaughtered during the seven-week period when the video was shot, there's a tiny percentage of animals whose carotid arteries were not completely severed, so they were not completely unconscious. Although this is very infrequent, the removal of the trachea
2: immediately after the Shetita has now been discontinued. I should note; it should be kept in
1: mind that at a non-Kosher plant, when the animal is killed by a shot with a captive bolt into the brain, it often has to be reshot. Sometimes up to six times before the animal collapses. The USDA permits up to a five percent initial failure rate. Okay. Yeah.
4: Okay. Now, now, now I'm getting mad about another completely oh. unrelated Jewish topic. What's that? We're so it's not going to like this too much, but I oh, no. I went down the rabbit hole on The Last of Us because there were there were certain assumptions I was making because you've got yeah this guy this Jew from Tel Aviv Neil Druckmann he he gets in with Naughty Dog Studios basically through aggressive like eh, not necessarily nepotism per se but aggressively pursuing other Jewish people until they let him join this this company and elbow his way in but when he created The Last of Us there was another guy co creator named Bruce Staley Staley mm-hmm. Not Staley. Straley. Hmm. Not, no, no relation to Lane Staley. So that's the goy, right? Right. And of course, Neil Druckmann over the years has sort of taken credit for creating this game system, but from the sounds of it, it was really Straley that was responsible for preventing Druckmann from making a complete disaster out of it, because a lot of Druckmann's ideas were just fucking dumb, because he's a kike. He's not a particularly intelligent kike. Like, his GPA in college was like, I don't know, 3.6, something like that. So he's not all that smart. But over the years, he has taken credit to the point. With this new last of the show, he doesn't even credit Bruce Straley at all, and Bruce, of course, is is, is mad about this. And this is just so typical of Jews. Mm-hmm. And then, like the 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 ideas for creating that universe, like Druckmann is like, well, I was trying to base it off of uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. It's like, okay, well, that was created by a goy. And then he starts talking about how he was he was using a Sin City arc. Remember Hardigan in Sin City? Yet again, it's created by a Goy, so he's, like, taking Goy ideas, trying to repackage them. And he happened to be working with another Goy who was able to keep these ideas somewhat coherent, cohesive, and prevented them from becoming a total disaster. And from the sounds of it, what Druckmann was going to do, if he had had his way, would have actually made that game unpopular. Like, it would not have taken off if it had not been for Bruce uh, Straley Interesting. keeping the train on the tracks.
3: And this is just so is that- typical of Jews. So sorry to just quickly run, we'll come back to the slaughterhouse thing just the final thing I have on that cuz I think I finally got some information on on it. Any large plant is going to basically have a some implementation of kosher guidelines. So, mm. depending on the plant, anywhere from 30 to 70% of the meat is going to be kosher certified.
2: Mm.
1: But it's interesting that they do two separate practices cuz uh, the captive bolt the captive bolt is not kosher. So, they and I know that's That's a widely used practice, so I guess they they have separate facilities or something. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just like every time, every one of these pet issues that somebody might have, it's like, all right, what's the Jewish element of it, and how how much of your complaints will be cleaned up by getting rid of the Jewish elements of it, you know? Uh, Maybe not with with cattle slaughter, because I think these again, it's like one of these it's another one of these lines of thinking that you can't penetrate if you don't agree, and you're just going to be at odds, and if you can't agree to disagree, there's nothing you can do. If you think that eating meat is like inherently evil. Uh, we can't really talk about it because it's just not people, someone who doesn't have that belief. You know what I mean? It's just, it's incompatible. It's somewhat incompatible. And if you're like me, you don't want to hear about
0: it. Like now you're not convinced me of that. I'm just, well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear, uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But, uh, you can't cause you don't have a subscription. You should go to the right dot slash paywall, Tag it. I like I like burgers. Leave me alone.
2: So. Well, what's wrong with you? You can't eat meat. You kill it's like no. I don't. I don't
1: need to. I don't need to kill. Them. I also eat vegetables that I don't pick or farm. So shut up. I do. I use a lot of things that I don't make. It's not. It's not really a factor.
2: So.
4: Gosh, I feel like I have commentary on that. I'm just, just so distracted by. It just typical <laughs> jewish behavior like
2: yeah.
3: well i mean that's that, that's that's, uh, that's why the story of that's the story of naughty dog right there because they were trying to do a lot of the like you, you see that same stuff creeping up as well into the uncharted series well that's that's something that he was working on he he did some yeah writing. yeah but yeah, that's what you, you can see the progression of the series the series was originally just like a modern day uh conceptualization of like a, of an indiana jones style adventure really
4: yeah but that, that's one of the reasons last of Us two is so bad is Bruce Straley was out at that point, so you've just got Druckmann just doing his, his low-IQ Jewish stuff. Well,
3: not just low-IQ Jewish, explicitly Jewish. We talked about this yesterday, but they The Last of Us 2 has so many references to Judaism more than probably any other video game.
4: And then you've got people like Craig Mazin. Oh, God, what an awful kike. What a fucking terrible kike. He was behind that Sher, uh, Chernobyl series. But he's of course a, p- a partner on this like Last of Us TV show, and he was talking about Last of Us is the best video game of all time. It's like, no, it's not, you bloviating kike. That is
3: not the best video game of all time. Best video game of all time is NHL
2: '94, <laughs> right? <laughs>
4: Just like this fucking Jewish arrogance with the stuff that they make, like like thinking that they're just geniuses or something. Like their bloviation and arrogance has gotten especially bad, I think, over the last couple of decades.
3: It's just, it's just so. what's depressing though is that that uh, the Last of Us TV series is very successful right now, so it's not going away anytime soon.
4: No, I I could see that the cracks are starting to form, and uh, like the the counterculture critics that are on YouTube. They were they were sort of on the fence to begin with. Now they're like, yeah, this is going to be like The Last of Us 2. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be bad.
2: Oh, well, they're, they're
4: they're preparing themselves for the direction the show is going to go in. Because you know what's going to happen. is They're going to make the, the the white guy protagonist. Well, I guess he's white. It's Pedro Pascal. They're going to make him into sort of like uh, some kind of schmuck.
1: Wait, so it's the Mandalorian it's... guy? They have to cast him in everything. <laughs> <laughs> they think that's what saved this, like the Star Wars universe, like Pedro Pascal. They, they, dude, uh,
4: you can't, you can't make a TV show without casting
1: Pedro Pascal. That's hilarious. Like, and so he's just got to like, like, he's just like, he's just like, he's just bottoming now. Like, what is his deal? Like Pedro Pascal bottom. <laughs>
4: uh, I don't know. I don't, why is he popular? Like,
1: I mean I, his I, his big breakout role was he was wearing a helmet the whole time, you couldn't see his face. So I don't know where he came from. I remember people making a big deal about him, and I'm like, who, "Who the fuck is he?" And then he was in one of those terrible like Wonder Woman movies. He yep. was the, he was playing like a, a Trump parody, and uh, I was like, "Well, wow, that guy's a big like head, He's like a giant face, like Justin Trudeau sort of."
4: He was in a Prospect. That's it. He was in a movie called Prospect. I actually liked him in that movie, but that was sort of like this indie film, like this indie sci-fi film. That's the only thing I can think of where he had a, a decent role and he was an interesting character. Everything oh, yeah, else is, there like, he why is. is why is he here?
1: Prospect.
2: Uh, Sophie yeah. Thatcher, Jay Duplass. and Pedro Pascal. I don't know, never heard of it. I liked it. They're, they're
1: wearing, wearing spacesuit like helmets. That means if they fly out in space, they're not using the force like Lou like uh Princess <laughs> right. Leia. I'm gonna fly into space and I'm gonna live.
2: Ah oh, fuck. Why
1: why is uh Trudeau is the new Hitler is uh trending on Twitter. I love Twitter. It's nothing but intelligent thoughtful conversation about why murderers should just run around and do whatever they want. I'm still I'm just going to be hung up on that forever cuz I don't know what to say to the guy. It's like so your feeling is murderers and attempted murderers, which I look at as the same. Like if you just failed at your murder, like I don't think that makes you like less guilty than someone who, you know, like the guy, the guy that the that the, uh, spear Chucky stabbed didn't die. I still consider him a murderer though. Like I don't, I don't, I don't like that stipulation. Like I was attempted murder. I was like fuck that. Give it the same penalty as murder. Murder is murder.
2: Anyway.
0: It's like so. What you're saying, libtard is if a murderer or go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today
1: an attempted murderer like fights the police hard enough they should just let him go so basically what you're just saying is you're just lowering you're just you're implementing the single combat solution to crime fighting you're you're saying like well, which one of our friends said that back in the day like you just if you have like it was like when it was an uh what is that show called? Game of Thrones was big, and they had that scene with like there was a fight, but it was two people fighting by proxy, like they chose champions or whatever. Do you remember that? It's like yeah. Now I can't remember why, but he used whatever the term was for that. It's like this is how blacks think they deal. They can deal with law enforcement. It's like if they believe if they win the encounter with the police officer right there, who is the champion for society, then then the crime is erased and they're innocent now. And this guy's basically saying like, well, yeah, but like it should just be. If he tries to fight, they should just let him go because the uh, the other option is to defeat them and shoot him, and that's, not, that's unacceptable. So murderers can't be killed. That's what you're saying. If they put up a fight, like basically you're just saying that everyone that's ever committed a crime, all you have to do now is res- resist arrest, and they have to let you go.
3: Yeah, we're moving to the trial by combat society.
1: But it's not even combat. It's like you're not allowed to do combat. Like one side's not allowed. It's Like if you initiate trial that's by true, combat, yeah. okay, hands off. He's not actually a threat to me. He's just got a knife and he's running around in his stomach. I mean, unless yeah. this unless this person is just locked into somebody disagree with me on Twitter and I can never surrender. That's another possibility. People do. I know because I've been there. It's like, oh shit. I got I like called what out.
4: Acknation says about blacks, but how basically with, with blacks, they're going to push up against the boundaries until somebody finally stops them. They're not like white people, where a white person might be like, "I'm going to exercise some restraint and I'm not going to stab that person." But with blacks, that's not how it works. No, they're going to push up against whatever boundaries there are in their environment and keep pushing until they finally hit a, right. a brick wall. That's just how they are.
1: And they're just going to bring up Dylan Roof all the time.
2: Why didn't they killed Roof? It was
1: like who he surrendered. No,
2: yeah. but they gave him Burger King. Okay. Okay. What do they? I mean, what do they give the niggers? They don't shoot. What do they eat? Do they eat Burger King? I don't fucking know. I, I mean, didn't Dylan Ersk? Get the death penalty?
3: I don't know. I think he's on. De- I think he's on death row. I'm pretty sure. I'm, i There's no way they're not gonna not give him the death penalty. Yeah.
4: yeah no, he's got the federal death penalty. Okay. Yeah, so he he was arrested, put on trial, and he's got the death penalty. Yeah. That's what. How, that's how the system's supposed to work, right? I mean, are you are you legitimately mad because they didn't shoot him? Like, how is this supposed to function?
3: I always find they, like they this... are legit. No, they are legitimately. Legiti- yeah, oh my God, I can't speak. They <laughs> are legitimately let lad. They are legitimately mad that he got he was not shot and that he got Burger King and that they you know because he had surrendered that they treated him like a surrendered person. I
4: mean that that just means that your your ideal for the world is essentially. A, a, a brutal system. Well, for what? You don't, actually, you don't actually want to have a system that is objectively good.
2: There would be
0: absolutely... Wanna... Would... Hey, everybody. Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs.
1: There would be no protest. There, no be- there would be no cries for justice if, if Dylan Roof had been shot or beat or somehow abused by the police that apprehended just, they would be There would be celebration.
3: I actually they want, emailed, um, they want white perpetrators to be treated the way they think black right. perpetrators are yes. treated and vice versa. Yep. I emailed this faggot. This is an article from
4: HuffPost. Uh, it's titled, Kevin McCarthy backs officer, shot Ashley Babbitt, ignores Rep. Green's murder claim. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Here, to the, um, yeah, here
1: it is. Uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy disagrees with Marjorie Taylor Greene that Ashley Babbitt was murdered by the police during the riot at the Capitol on January. Here's, 6, here's what
4: I was looking for: videos of in the incident show Babbitt, who had a history of erratic and threatening behavior, fully participating in a mob scene, screaming at police officers. Others punch the windows, the barricade doors to the speaker's lobby. So that's a mob scene. We're not going to call that a protest. We're not going to call her a protester. She's part of a a mob.
1: Well, the whole thing was a gay mob. I mean, they created the mob so they could fight it, and then they could have this, I mean, how would McCarthy take the, that's just, well, because Republicans. I mean, that's your Republican Party. That's what they're going to do. They're going to, they're never going to have your, the ones that have your back are the retarded ones that always get dunked on. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene has your back. Well, she has no power. She has no respect. And they just, if she gets a number wrong during a speech, they just make fun of that and we don't have the conversation about whatever the issue at hand is. But
4: you read this article and it characterizes this as, as, as violent rioters, mm-hmm. basically just carrying water for the police system. Like, yeah, well, you know, there were, it was, it was, yeah, here it is. Uh, green's inflammatory statement, support of a mob rioter. Like you would not say that about a Black Lives Matter protester. Obviously, no. you're so going you, to call that a protester, so you, and then you're going to take the side of, of them over the cops every single time.
1: So you emailed this guy, or or you said you to? Yeah, no, to? I,
4: I emailed him. Just called him a, a sniveling bootlicker for the police force.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
4: like, is it too much to ask that you could at least be consistent? Well, the problem cab.
1: This is why this is why people hate journalists and the people who. Hey, hating journalists. Republicans are not going to really agree with me all the way on this, but a real, a a a real journalist industry, a real press that is actually a check on power, like they always say that it is, is like the freedom of the press is to protect its its uh a, its a critique of 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 yeah. the uh, of, of the elite and power. Like they wouldn't they wouldn't be constantly demanding that these enemies of the state be held accountable for. January sixth. They wouldn't be cheerleading every time somebody got a ridiculous sentence for it. They would be asking the questions I always ask, like, why? Why are you going after these people and letting Trump, Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and everybody else that was there off the hook completely? Like you should there should be not be there should not be a single prosecution on January sixth until Donald Trump is behind bars or his role in it. It is an absolutely inexcusable. And, and the journalists, take they, they take pride and glee in helping the FBI track down where these people live and being there for the arrest. I believe that happened a few times. And they enjoy uh, quoting these Republican-nominated judges who make their silly, I'm going to make an example of you, speeches from the bench and and move outside the sentencing guidelines to just torture and destroy these people. Real, true journalism would be critical of that and this doesn't exist they're just there to cheerlead this outrage and cover for the guy they claim to hate they're covering tell it tell these you should you should email this journalist again alex be like why is it that you cover for donald trump because you're you're covering they're covering they're all covering for donald trump's role in this thing they're all pretending like you just can't get him no he just keeps pleading the fifth we just can't we can't you just can't get this guy uh on the stand you can't get him uh, we can't charge him with anything i mean it was a it was, a, it was an attempted coup. It was a riot. It was an attack on Karma. We The guy who masterminded it and, ring, and was the ringleader, we just, ah, he's just so slippery. Why don't he just keep slip right through our fingers? Well, I guess we have to throw like normal people who fell for his bullshit, throw them in jail forever. I guess we're we'll just have to do yeah. that and settle for that as a fucking uh, as a consolation prize. Rudy Giuliani, who? We're going to go fight? What did he say? Cro- Rudy Giuliani said trial by combat. That's what, that was his line. We're going to have trial by combat. As he, then told, I'll be there with you. As he pointed people towards the building where he intended to have trial by combat, and Ashley Babbitt gets shot, and they're pretending she was the one that's wrong. Like, we are talk about a history of threatening and erratic behavior. How about Rudolph Giuliani? That was he was he wasn't he wasn't having a history. He was having a he was having he was being presently erratic and threatening. Like in the moment, he was present. He was right there, being threatening and erratic.
4: And he's he's also a rich elite. Yeah. Like what? Why, why, why is it that you're completely okay and you, you uh, carry water for the police whenever they're actually brutalizing somebody who doesn't have any power, somebody right. who really doesn't have that much money? Like You're basically a low-class individual.
1: Somebody who was told by his political hero, go do this thing, I have your back. It's like, oh, actually, no, yeah. I don't. <laughs> told by told by this man that the election was wrong, that the, the election was fraudulent, and the outcome was criminal. And that we can we can stop them and we can we can have justice if we go mob this building, which was all a lie. Every every word of that that I just said is untrue. There is no mechanism to undo the outcome of an election. It's like it's almost like cheating is baked into the whole thing. Like if there's cheating, tough shit. See in four years, see in two years, depending on which kind of election it is. You just don't get to do it or see in six years if you're a, you know, it's just not there. So basically. None of, there was going to be nothing you could do to stop Joe Biden from being sworn in. He lied to these people about that. He lied to them, and they took his word, and they went, and now how many are serving four-year sentences, five-year sentences, three-year sentences? What happened to Big O? Big O got four years, didn't he? The guy that put his feet up on, on, on Pelosi's he put, desk?
4: Yeah, he, he put his feet up on, the desks, uh, on, the, on Pelosi's desk, right? So if you were a true leftist— you would look at that kind of uh, punishment, and be like, "Well, that's totally egregious. Like, what he he offended the the yeah. Queen."
1: Brooklyn Dad, defiant, be like, "How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you embarrass our state functionaries in such a way? I'm Brooklyn yeah. Dad, defiant. I'm defying you. I'm from the resistance."
4: Oh. Yeah, like, are are you offended on on the part of Nancy Pelosi? You think that this is some sort of unpardonable sin that somebody put his feet up on her desk? Like,
1: what is, what is with you? Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption, not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. You being such a bootlicker. These people are pathetic
4: they're like by turns just pathetic and then also uh brutal.
3: I don't think he's uh, been sentenced yet. Uh, oh, I thought I heard he last week. Pending he, was, his, he was convicted of all charges, all uh, charges, which I think people kind of uh, calculate what, he, how many how much time he will actually serve, but his uh, sentencing is May 3rd.
2: I mean, if this was a, if this was a real, if those people were a real revolutionary movement,
1: it would be impossible to sentence him because they would storm whatever courthouse it was, and there, you wouldn't be able to stop them. Because I mean, th- this is injustice that basically rises to that level. And if you read any Howard Zinn, that's how people dealt with things like this back then. And he's always on. He's not a bootlicker when it comes to that. And there, is, I, I can't think of a situation that deserves that more than these January 6th people who've been betrayed by their own side. And just brutalized by the other side in the little two-party system there.
3: One guy who used quote-unquote chemical spray on quote-unquote officers at the U.S. Quote-unquote defending the U.S. Capitol got seven years. uh, Simultaneously,
4: simultaneously, I'm seeing article headlines like police traffic stops can alienate communities and lead to violent deaths like Tyree Nichols. Is it time to rethink that? Like, Fuck uh, Tyree Nichols. is Is it time to rethink Capitol Police shooting people
1: to death? No. It's funny. It's like you want to live in a double standard. Where, like, so do I. I want to live in a double standard as well. I want to treat the people from the out group as poorly as you can, but I don't want to like. I don't know. I don't want to genocide them and also like, keep them around for entertainment. I want See, them to go away. These people. These people. These people don't it's want like, you to go away. They want you to just. They want. The difference is like the Jew libtard wants you to be victimized by their system so they can point and laugh. Their double. Their double. Their double standard is like they're out for blood. It's really kind of sick.
4: It's beyond sick, because it's yeah. like we want a double standard where the most violent people get away with whatever violent thing they want to do. And then the people who are the least violent, we aggressively punish them for the smallest infraction.
1: Maybe being the least violent is not the best thing in the world. Maybe it's not a virtue. Yeah. Not that it'll really help, but, I mean, that, I mean that's a I mean, signal That's a signal they're picking up on. I mean, how? Could, I, I, that's why they can I throw all these January 6thers into... Into jail for all the, for these things, because they know like these people are going to they' they're, they're going to surrender, like there's a moment there where Trump got their dander up, but in the, at the at the end of the day there's not they're not really a threat to anything, so and just run rough shot over they're,
4: them they're surrounded by cowards, you're going to turn them into the authorities because that was yeah. the other disgusting thing that happened like Kevin Kevin, everybody, Kevin, everybody McCarthy,
1: Kevin McCarthy should be their champion. Why else would the people vote to put that party in power in the House because you would be you would think that one of the platforms one of the things you want out of that. Is uh someone to fix this problem with these people. And instead he's just like, no, Ashley Babbitt wasn't murdered. She's actually a dangerous crazy person that deserved what she got. Like, I mean, is that that's is that what is that what people voted for? Barely? Is that what George Santos voters voted for? <laughs> like, no, I'm only pretending I'm only pretending to be a champion of the people. I'm only pretending
2: to be a gay Jew. Makes me sick. Absolutely sick. Yeah. But as, as far as like
4: disproportionately punishing a group of people in America, you don't even have to go that far. If you just enforce the law the way it's written and actually mm. enforced objectively, you're going to get basically the results that you want. We can't do that, though. We, we're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to uh, viciously punish white people and then let the blacks do whatever they want. We lose Borzoi. Is always, he gone?
3: No, I'm right here. I'm just I'm just looking. at. I'm not
1: used to not being interrupted constantly. I don't know how to do a podcast right
3: now. <laughs> well, I, I want you to be able to finish your points. Ben. It's like
1: there's other people here. I can't just. Well, I'm so I'm trained to not have a point. I'm trained to just go until I'm cut <laughs> off. So I never have a conclusion. I just. If, I, OK, I assume three quarters of the way through this, I'll be cut off. I won't have to finish my point.
3: Uh, I, mean, I, got, I really don't have anything to add to that. I was actually looking at Iranian Johnny's uh, non-white criminal thread.
1: Oh, the oops, just niggers yeah. edition. That was pretty funny. I yeah. like that oops, only niggers edition. Was pretty good. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we can look at that a little bit in the second hour since it is black fake history. Yeah. But that's black real history. Well, whatever. <sighs> I'm I, was it, I'm for good, disorder, I was looking for a like.
3: good one, and it I looks like I did find one because you know you ask is is Ashley, you know we're talking about Ashley Babbitt here. Is, is she really is she really any more Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions.
1: Well, this is a different kind of an interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month Uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content... Uh these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore. If you just do. So go to the right stuff. Biz slash paywall uh make an order. You can use Z checks, you can mail in a money order, you can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spends other tone stream, and you can uh give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription.
3: Dangerous than like Griffin that I'm looking at right here. Who wrote uh, in in her diary entries, I am so sick of looking at white people. I'm so goddamn tired of them. I wish I could kill those no-good faggot, pedophilic rap- rapists, thieves, and make it painful. Very.
4: Wow. Uh, these, these pretextual stops... Stopping cars for minor infractions, an opportunity to look for evidence of drug related violent crime can be thought of as the roadside equivalent to stop and frisk, oh. the practice of allowing officers to search someone on the street on the streets if they have reasonable suspicion of criminal activity. Both form what is called the broken windows theory of policing. This idea, which rose to prominence in the nineteen nineties, so hold on a second, the nineteen nineties and, mm. and it worked
1: and it worked brilliantly.
4: Seems like that was when we had the lowest People, rates of crime in major cities.
1: New York City was like it was like gay because of it. People didn't like New York City anymore. It was like going. People would say it's like going to an open air mall. It's so family friendly because there's no C D crime around. That's how well the <laughs> stop and frisk and broken window policing just turned that whole place. And now it's back. Now it's worse than it's ever been. I'm looking at there's a, so there's a there's a fucking Ann Coulter column here. Are you guys ready? It's on the subject. Uh, okay. It's on her Substack. It says maybe ending traffic stops was a bad idea. It's like okay Ann. <sighs> Sub, you ready? You ready for the uh, the subtitle or the uh, the secondary, whatever they call that? You ready? She, it says. Wait,
3: I mean.
1: are liberals trying to kill black people? Oh, wah, wah. See, wah, wah. fucking owns <laughs> these libtards are so it's like you, when you end wah, wah. you ended traffic stops and now you're killing black people. I thought we all agreed that like black people are the best. We I I don't I don't I don't know about you guys but I don't think I don't think about policy or law or ideology but first the first thing is like how is this going how is this going to help black people that's what I do every morning Ann Coulter finger on the pulse so and it's a story about the headline she's got here is one year old boy dies one year old nigger dies after family friend allegedly
2: steals his mother's car with him inside and crashes this is liberals fault And that's what
1: she's going to do. These racists don't want, you know, non-racist conservatives would have pulled that nigger over before he killed that baby. So we've ended the racial disparity in traffic stops and wildly increased the racial disparity in traffic fatalities. Good job, liberals. And she's got a graph of race-specific trends in motor vehicle fatalities.
3: Reminds me. Actually, it's funny that you know you you'll know this joke here, Sven. I'm sure mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh and others have done this, but when they used to mock the slant of the newspapers, world ends, yeah. uh, women and minorities hardest hit. I mean, that's oh just yeah, I remember that. Women and minorities hardest hit. Yeah, yeah. It's just what conservatives are now. They are that. They are the joke they used to make about liberal newspapers. Oh well. So what's this graph say here? Oh, this so, is
2: this is this is
1: showing you that more blacks are dying in traffic fatalities now than whites, and it's on the rise. Big so time. what's it,
3: so so what's her point that the that be,
1: that it's because we're not job, we're not but, we're not stopping we're not making enough traffic stops. See, whites are so just dying down here.
3: We're not creating more of a nanny state for to help. How about black people? Is that? Is that I'm 22? trying
4: to think of like what the conceptualization of a safe society for blacks looks like. Like they're just in rubber rooms, uh, just under 24/7 surveillance. Well, I'm, looking, like,
1: I'm like, this is this is this is one <laughs> trend in in race in racial data that I'm like enjoying. And like as a real racist, like I think this is fine. Like now they can kill you. now they're not just mutual combatants, but they're like you, mutual like demolition derby drivers. Like I'm fine <laughs> with that. Like let this number skyrocket and these white numbers stay away. The fuck down here. Like who knew all you had to do to, all you had to do to get total nigger death was just stop pulling them over and they'll just kill themselves behind the wheel. That one, that one snagged a one-year-old boy. He won't have time to grow up to you on a knock nation video one day. He'll never get a chance. Who knows how many crimes were lost in that moment. And that boy, that boy was killed in the back of that car. How many crimes? All these these crimes
3: lost like tears in rain.
1: How many bikes are never going to be stolen? How many, (laughs) how many drugs will never be dealt? How many football players will never be drive by shooting after they're as they're walking out of high school? It's just you'll never know. That's how you actually
4: own the the libs is to just come out and say, you know, the nigger problem we believe is self correcting.
1: Yeah.
2: I
4: mean,
3: Malthus would probably agree.
4: Yeah. Just let them them run wild.
2: Uh, We
4: figure this thing is going to run itself out of gas in probably 20 years or so. uh,
1: All right. Well, I'm ready to take, That's a, a, I'm ready a, to take a break and stories. regroup. It's
4: like, what? it's like the last drive-by shooting by a nigger killing the, the, the last mutual combatant in America.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> like the final one. It would be like those reports on like the last like white rhino or whatever. Or it was it the black rhino? Which kind of rhino recently just like died out in Africa? I can't remember. It would be like the same kind of thing. Like, oh, no. Probably the white rhino. We have the last two niggers in North America. <laughs> <laughs> The question is, what'll happen to the last one who doesn't have any mutual compa- I guess he'll just have to get arrested. We'll have to, we'll have to, have to, he'll resist arrest for the murder of the second-to-last no. nigger, and then he'll get shot by police after he was tased twice.
4: He'll turn himself in. There's no niggers left. He, his life has no existential purpose. There's no one left well, to shoot. Well,
3: no, he wouldn't turn so himself instead, in. Wait, so, be, instead of, so instead of the last of us, it's the last of we? The last of... <laughs> but it's like, he wouldn't turn himself in. He's like, nigga, I won! <laughs> Every nigga has been bested but me. I'm the last one. I'm the, I'm the... I am the winner. Oh shit! But is this like a Highlander situation? Is he now immortal? Oh no! There can only be one.
1: Be only one Niglander.
2: Oh boy! (laughs) That's terrible.
3: Savannah Savannah Lander. I
1: like
4: he's got got the Glock instead of the broadsword. It's nice. Yeah, right there.
1: Oh no, should, shouldn't he have
3: a high point? Oh, Bush. Like, no, Bushlander. There we go, Bushlander.
1: Bushlander. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'm hungry.
3: Right,
1: Even though it. it's early, but it's like um, my stomach is taking the cue from what I'm doing, and we're doing we're finishing hour one like, at least an hour, like about an hour and a half earlier than usual. But it's it's making me hungry. That's weird.
3: You didn't do prep either.
1: No, we didn't do prep. We just dove right into this. What do you need to prep for? Prep was prep was me running my uh, my caulk around the uh, the shower stall. Remember? That was my prep. <laughs> we'll be back in a bit. All
0: I see are NPCs. We live in a society. All I see are NPCs. We live in a society. We live in a society.